your thoughts on Dak? What can you share with us on your quarterback situation going into Sunday night? Well, not a lot to add to anything that's been said. Obviously, we're still very optimistic about it and going to see how it goes tomorrow, which will be key for us. And, uh, you know, the biggest thing we've got to uh, deal with here is, uh, you know, we're dealing uh, with a player here that's ultra-competitive and uh, certainly wants to play regardless. And we just got to get our hands around, uh, you know, if he's truly ready and, if that's in our best interest to uh, uh, line him up and play him against the Vikings. Steven, as you, you know, and I appreciate the, the answer and the candor on that there. The situation, though, at right tackle, was this more about that, you know, with Lyle Collins coming back, was this more about just Terrence Steele has just played so much better? Is the organization not happy with Lyle Collins? Uh, can you share why Terrence Steele is still your starting right tackle? Well, I think it uh, all the above. Uh, it's a, you know, you got to first of all, Terrence Steele stepped up and played really well. Uh, second of all, Lyle hadn't been involved in really uh, practicing and leaning on big bodies uh, for five weeks. And uh, you know, while we're uh, getting him ready to go, uh, you know, we thought it was good. As we all know, how important a player is, and uh, certainly when he has versatility, uh, it doesn't get any better. So, uh, you know, if Bio can get in there and, and help help play guard as well, uh, then as you know, as we start to head down the home stretch and we got guys who can do multiple things, it's certainly helpful. But we all know Lyle can be an impactful right tackle force as well. But certainly those guys are. Uh, playing well as a unit right now, still certainly has stepped up. We've talked about it and and, and playing well, but in no way is this any uh, indication as to how we feel about Lyle Collins. No doubt. And, and let me add this into it. Just as I can be, just if I can be objective as possible. Hear me out. Don't crucify me, Cowboy Nation. And don't shake me with the butter knife. Don't do that. Don't do that. If we was on the same winning spree with Ty Niseki at left tackle and Tyron Smith was available to play tomorrow, Ty Niseki would be on the bench. Just have to put that into your mind. <laughs> I just have to tell you guys that this is a different situation. They see potential in Terrence Steele. Remember, they're looking for the future. And they have their reservations on Connor and Tyler Biotish. Is there a chance that he ends up starting at guard here soon? No, I, I, we're just, uh, you know, what we're doing sauce. is uh, making this team as competitive as possible. Certainly, uh, that's uh, the case at a lot of positions we have right now. Uh, you know, when a player goes down, we've had guys step up and, uh, certainly in the defensive line, it's very competitive as guys have stepped up. Uh, the safety position with uh, Dono Wilson and Hooker and uh, Curse and Kazee. I mean, all these situations, uh, you know, uh, everybody's got to come to work every day and earn the right to be active and play in the game. Uh, we got Kelvin Joseph coming back at the corner spot. Uh, he's going to really push people. So, you know, this is, in my opinion, what makes a team – uh, really come together and 
and really gel is when you got to come to work every day and practice your butt off and uh, make sure you're keeping your spot or you're uh, working to get get a spot. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I've been saying it all year, uh, you know, you need them all. And uh, certainly we're going to need them all. And uh, we know how quickly uh, a situation can change, just as we saw last year where you go from uh, thinking you're, you're deep at a spot and you look up and two, three injuries in the offensive line, uh, two or three injuries in the defensive line, then next thing you know, you need everybody. So uh, we feel really good about our situation. Uh, I think we got uh, this team's very unselfish. Starts at the top with Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I think uh, everybody understands the situation that we've got some really good football players on this team that are going to push everybody and should pay off for us. Steven, you, we're all hopeful that, that Dak is able to play for you. There's no question about that. But when we were out in Oxnard with you, Garrett Gilbert was the primary backup quarterback. And then things switched where Cooper Rush then became really your primary backup quarterback. Can you tell us how that transferred from one to the other? Was there a, a day, a practice? Is there something that along the way that, that if Cooper Rush has to play this weekend that you guys feel uh, feel solid about him? That's a dang on good question. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Brian Broaddus. Let's listen to what he has to say. But let me hear this one more time. Woo! Brian Broaddus, now you know that was a that was a low blow, bro. Come on. Well, uh, one thing, Cooper had uh, some injuries early, and I had to overcome them. Uh, but one thing about both Garrett and Cooper, hats off to him, is I think both of them could coach in this league. They could be quarterback coaches and work their way into uh, being NFL coaches, they know the system that well. Uh, but at the end of the day, just really felt like, uh, you know, Cooper had outplayed Garrett and uh, felt like he's the guy uh, that can step in. And uh, we really think can do a great job, especially uh, with the way this offense is running right now. We've got uh, uh, the offensive lines in great shape. Uh, obviously, our receiving core is getting ready to get stronger. Probably won't see him this week, but Gallup's right around the corner. Uh, good backs, good tight ends. Uh, certainly, uh, uh, Cooper knows how to run this offense, and uh, I think he'll do a great job if uh, if he has to play. But that's still uh, yet to be determined because uh, got number four working his butt off out there, and certainly uh, optimistic uh, uh, that uh, he can step out there and play for us. Steven, with Micah Parsons, we've seen him play off the ball. We've seen him play primarily edge when he needed to, when you had the bodies for that. Is there a long-term picture of him needing to fit into one or the other, or do you guys enjoy the Swiss Army knife part of it? I think we enjoy the Swiss Army knife. Certainly we've got great coaches uh, that are monitoring that, whether it's a Dan Quinn, whether it's George Edwards, uh, you know, they – they understand uh, when you get to a point of diminishing returns. But uh, I think right now we do enjoy the flexibility and the unknown that comes with him week in and week out as to what his role may be in a particular game, where he might rush from, uh, when he's going to drop in coverage, and certainly when he's just going to be playing straight-up linebacker, running sideline to sideline and making plays, which uh, you know he's certainly uh, – uh, has the skill set to do any and all the above. So uh, we'll continue to 
to use him uh, as a player who, uh, when the other team breaks the huddle, uh, you know, I've said this in the past, uh, that he, you know, he needs to be accounted for. And uh, uh, when there's an unknown as to where he may be lining up, whether it's Mike linebacker, edge rusher, outside linebacker, uh, certainly I think that brings another uh, challenging dimension uh, to our defense. That was the end of that interview. Uh, for those who want the full interview without me pausing or, and rewinding, uh, I just post a link there. Uh, you guys can see it in the description box there. Uh, Cowboy Nation, you said diminishing rates of return, uh, but but first you got to get to your rates, right? You got to figure out, okay, marginal rates, right, that we're getting right now, and trying to find the marginal rates for um, Michael Parsons been difficult, right? But he leads all rookies as it relates to pressure on the quarterback. It, I think it's right at 22. It could be awful week because uh, that was last week. I don't know if anybody called him since then. Um, but what was it? Ojolari Reeds Ojolari is having a hell of a year for uh, the Giants. He's leading all rookies in sacks or what have you at 5.5 and and of course, we know with our natural eyes, if you put Parsons primarily only at the edge, then Parsons will be leading all rookies uh, with sacks or what have you. But we're not playing for stats, and I and get it. We we plan to win the game, so to marginalize, right? Uh, of my guy Parsons' skill set, he may not get that pitcher of being dominant because he's placed in so many areas, right? Mike linebacker. Oh, now we got him as Sam. Or are we, we going to put him on the, you know, um, at the wheel? And, or are we going to blitz him off the edge? They got this guy doing so many things that it's hard to really pinpoint his, his, his um, good deeds there. But you got to look at it from a perspective that he's dominant at edge and he's dominant at linebacker so I don't know if you can split the two but that's what he's doing and that's a wonderful job now far as what he said about Cooper Rush we can look at it and say all right um we get it well, he only completed three passes right and that's just how it goes from here uh, I'm not finna pull up his stats or anything uh we, we guess we just got to look at it like this if the daddy can sell, the son can sell too. <laughs> so if there was not a definitive, that's what I'm trying to say in a PC or, you know, soft way, because I don't want to be negative, right? There wasn't a definitive saying or viewpoint that this is your backup quarterback and you're happy with it if that goes down for two to three games. So I hope that they see something that we didn't see, right? That's the only thing that I can lean on, right? Because at one point, Garrett Gilbert looked good. And then at the other point, Ben Danucci looked better than Garrett Gilbert. And believe it or not, Ben Danucci was the first quarterback to score a touchdown in the preseason, right? I believe. And then Cooper Rush looked good. But one of those games, we're like, hey, whoa, what was that? But... Maybe, just maybe, when the lights turn on, we can have that shining, bright moment. J. 
just like what Jason Garrett did when we needed Jason Garrett to step up. And it was a Thanksgiving game, right? Maybe, just maybe. Let's pay some bills. Let's go. Shouting out my partners at the game day. The game day is a new sports and sports betting media company built for today's fans. Check out the link in my bio or my community tab for all their great content and head to their website, thegameday.com, for the latest sports book promos, betting tips, expert picks, and sports book app reviews. Excellent. Come on. Now you all on live acting surprised, but you was fooled. Come on. Boy, get out yeah. the way. It's been a day. Now you're Come on, KD. I see now the takeaway train. Yeah. Nowadays, nothing really is Spice. Only one of me and nobody's Spanish. Spanish. Phone ringing and I tell him it's Shot to your iceberg. Kill. Super chat. Chuck. Lee. Mike. Yeah. Burn it. Yeah. Hey. Charlie, Noble Royalty, Steven, hey, Gage, Jerron, shout out to you, that Dan Key, let's go, baby, hey, let go, let go, let's add it up. I ran up a check, I might do it again. Enemies Let's put some fire on this thing, baby. Friends. Ten toes down, I'll be free until the end. Crib outside the city, I don't feel safe in my hands. Y'all listen to Steven. Y'all listen to Steven White in the chat. If you have not subscribed so far, do it again. And you still have. Salute. The Mike and Jerome in the house. Jerome in the house. Jerome in the house. Everything is on me. Oh, you matter what? Hey. Told if it's all me. It's all me, baby. Back it up, baby. Told you I'm going to do me. Why you hate me? It's not adding up. I see you.